0: now as tributes continue to pour in for human rights lawyer advocate George Bezos who passed away yesterday. Uh, Bezos had died at the age of 92 here in Johannesburg and uh, was forced to flee a war in Greece as a teenager and became a South African lawyer of international standing. Let's take you down memory lane uh, from when I hosted him on the 16th of March 2018 on the then Forum at Eight. There was injustice
1: in the village in which I was born. My father was the elected mayor of the village in in 1934. He did it very well. A road, water, better school. But a dictator took over in 1936. My father was given an option. Jail, if you don't resign as mayor. He did, but he still remained. The mayor of the village for the majority. And then Italy attacked Greece. He, even though he was uh, beyond the age where he had to be a soldier, he nevertheless volunteered. And Allied soldiers from Australia, New Zealand, the United Kingdom, Canada, came to Greece and Germany decided that they couldn't go to the Soviet Union and leave behind country like Greece where the Allies had been given the place. And my father after the fall of Greece to Germany was told by a shepherd that at midday when he took his flock to the watering hole there were people hiding there but they went and into the bush, Where rescue got near. My father inferred that there were Allied soldiers who were blocked in mainland Greece. There were seven New Zealanders. They'd arrangements for a small ride boat for the seven New Zealanders, four other Greeks, my father and myself. I insisted on going along even, was, even if I was 13, going for 14. And um, we were picked up in the middle of the Mediterranean Sea on the third at the end of the third day just before sunset 16 ships of the British Navy on the horizon going fast to Crete in order to a Greek island a large island in order to evacuate The Allied soldiers, one of the ships (laughs) responded to the murder of one of the New Zealanders, cut away from the 16 ships, came, threw down the ropes, we abandoned the boat, (laughs) (laughs) and then we were told that we were on the ship for, for three days. Hitting German, German Stukas. But they told us that we couldn't go to Crete because it had fallen, but they would take us to Alexandria in Egypt, which they did. And uh, <laughs> my father was told that he had to go to uh, Cairo mm-hmm. for. Um, to be at a refugee camp. But the woman at the consul said that this camp was not for a boy like me. There was an orphanage in Alexandria. And uh, I was there. But my father could come on Sundays to see me there for three months. Egypt was in danger because Rommel of Germany had come to North Africa. And um, <laughs> my father was told that he could choose, together with others, either India or South Africa. But he said uh, South Africa was chosen because he heard that you could pick up diamonds and gold on the pavements. (laughs) (laughs) We came on the Ile de France, the island of France, the biggest ship, with 1,500 Italian prisoners. 145 Greek refugees and people to Paragwanath Hospital who had tices from the uh, the the sand of North Africa and um, I was taken by my father and uh, one of the People in the Greek community, to Pretoria boys, I only lasted three days. I couldn't <laughs> speak English. They said, "No." My father heard that there was an orphanage in Johannesburg. We couldn't speak English, but my father went to a shopkeeper near the orphanage, to act as interpreter. Oh no, I was too young. They only took people who were old enough to find the job, and this was their way. And the shopkeeper said, Hey, um, you haven't got anywhere to place when you are working. The shop can be a good teacher for him. I worked in the shop for three and a half years. No
0: schooling. How old were you at that time? I
1: was kind for 17. Okay. And one Friday afternoon, a woman came in and asked me whether I was the boy Picture was in the Sunday Times a few years before, and I said, Yes, that's me. What school do you go to? I don't go to school. What? She called on the boss and said, How dare you employ a boy that should be in the classroom? I am a teacher. Alvin Junior High I'm coming on Monday morning make sure that he's wearing his best he's coming to my class it's ten six and uh, that happened Cecilia Feinstein was the teacher that looked after me for two years at the school and then She became an age to be married to a man in the Eastern Cape. And uh, what she had arranged with Frida Greenberg, this sister of one of the leading judges at the Athlon High School, to the high school she had arranged for it. Frida was was a spinster but quite older than uh, Cecilia and she was the Cecilia English teacher. She took charge of me (laughs) and uh, did very well comparatively
0: And where was your father during this time?
1: He was given a job at uh, the uh, munitions factory in Pretoria. He really became a sweeper of the floor because he wasn't an engineer. But uh, he was ambitious. He wanted me to become a doctor. The marks were not good enough and I went to the secretary of the medical school and said go to the faculty of arts for a year. Do well. Come back
0: and you will have you. But were you interested in that or were you just doing it because your father wanted you to? Well, you know, he
1: was very, uh, he he only had uh, a sort of minimal education, but he was uh, keen that his children, four of us, uh, got a good education. And I went to Witz in 1948. May 1948, the Nationalist Party won the election. One of the members of Parliament asked the Prime Minister, what is going on at this University of the Witwatersrand? Using the K-word, said that they sit in the same room as white boys and girls. And some case walk arm in arm with white girls. That is a our Star policy. It has to stop. And Malan re- reported Uh, he was told by the university that unfortunately there was a small group of leftists who were responsible for that behavior and he was assured, Milan was assured by the authorities that uh, Steps will be taken that that sort of behaviour will stop. The next day there was a protest meeting. Out of four thousand students, about a thousand were in the great hall, and uh, most of the students. Had fought in the war. They were very, very upset with the nationalist for the government. And uh, as young as I was, I made a speech. If wanting equal treatment for black fellow students, Makes me a leftist. I'm proud to be one.
0: Uncle George, you know all the work that you've done. Because we could we could talk to you the whole day, but of course uh, we don't have that luxury. Um, many people do know the stories, uh, the very prominent cases uh, that you actually uh, were part of and represented. Uh, some of the people who stood trial. Which one of those would you say? Um, was the one that really stood out for you for whatever reason, you know, one of the cases, whether it's because it remains unsolved or you know, whether uh, it's because of the impact that the uh, situation demanded, which case has really stood out for you for these many that you've been involved in?
1: I became a advocate in 1954 and uh, I had after what I said about being proud Dr. Motlana who was a student in third year medicine was a friend and he came and said Nelson Valdela heard <laughs> that I made the statement he wanted to meet me He was three years ahead of me as a lawyer. And um, we became friends. And uh, I did a lot of cases in the fifties, particularly for women, because in the mid fifties, a law was passed that women had to carry passes. They didn't have to before that. And I did a lot of those cases for the firm of Mandela and Tambo, who were uh, attorneys. There were a couple of white attorneys, and particularly two women particularly Nishala who to whom all the women went after they had burned their passes they were arrested and I did a lot of cases in the 50s particularly for Mandala and Dhamma in 19... 19- Fifty six Mandela, Oliver Tambo, a hundred others were arrested and the charge was treason. I wasn't one of the official lawyers, but I had. Izzy Mazels, Brong Fisher, Bernard Merenge, the top people. But they needed new ones to do some research work. And I became involved in the research, and I would meet Nelson Mandela, Oliver Tambo, Mazels, Brong Fisher. And uh, what happened in the end of 55, the first African, uh, uh, member of the bar uh, as advocate, Dumanuque, who was a mathematics teacher, but he kicked out of office because he took part in a... in a, in a function against the government, mm. uh, and particularly because his wife, who was a teacher, uh, was arrested for burning her bars. But anyway the question of uh, the accommodation of the first advocate of the Johannesburg War. There were 22 applications to enter the group of Izzy Basils, the best advocate in the country. I applied, and for some reason or other, I was made, made a member of the group. When well, Du came to the bar, the small number of African nationalists they heard that he was going to become a member of the bar called for a meeting of the bar to bar him from becoming a member Basil's, who was the leader of my group had arranged with me that I would share with Numanu chambers at his majesty's building and Munich who became a judge in the tra- Transcai and a very Afrikaner nationalist called for a meeting to for the bar to say that Dubalokwe must go up at an office in Soweto he wasn't to be with the white advocates at the center of and at the meeting, even though Bezos had agreed with me that I would share the chambers that I had been given, played them. and at the meeting, Munich said, We are short of space. Here is the Dubalokwe coming, and we're going to give him an office. We are short of space. We share. And he's going to come here and take a room. And uh, he said, uh, my said, Who said that he would take a room for himself? He's going to share like all the newcomers do. And uh, Munich said, and who would share with him? Meisner said, let's try and find out, even though he had arranged that I would (laughs) be uh, sharing with him. He said, let's try and find out. Is there anyone prepared to share with him, with my Adam? Bezos, huh? that's your name, you'll share. Mm. This meant a lot for me, for my family, his family. He had three daughters. Uh, they, he had a bad death in exile because he had to flee but um, I became involved in the political cases
0: and particularly the in that case. Mm. And that, Uncle George Bezos, who left us last night at the age of 92, and may his wonderful soul rest in peace.